Sorry. Okay, hi. We're back. We're back. Hey. And by back, I mean... We not. never left. Yeah, we didn't leave. So <laughs> it's my turn. So my top albums, uh, Luke and Jesse. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I can go. So starting from 10, uh, what separates me from you? Day to remember. That's your 10? Yes. Straight up 10. And then some paternal. <laughs> um, and then these next three are like sort of interchangeable. I couldn't decide what order they go into. It's uh, Sleep Talks, Cry with the Sky, Proper Dose. Uh, and then Sleep Token, New Levels, New Devils, LP2, Family Jewels, and Little Carthage. Of course. Yeah, that's on the right. Yeah, that shit's fucking. <laughs> I was yeah. like, gotta put MGMT for all the kids. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess I'll just go mine real quick. Um, so 10 for me was uh, Policia. So, did I say that right, Gabby? Yes. You got mad at me yesterday. <laughs> no, I didn't get mad. <laughs> <laughs> I say that as if you actually got mad. I'm sorry. Nine, bring me the horizon. <gasps> I know, I'm sorry. I feel bad about this. To be fair. This is breaking my heart. Here, look, here's the deal. Um. I like a lot of Gabby's albums, so this was hard for me because I like a lot of them, so I had a tough time. Um, Marina is eight for me. Seven is Secret Band. Six, Stay Seeker. Five, Sleep Token. Four, Day to Remember, um, which I'm very excited to hear Luke talk about. Three, Pierce the Veil. (laughs) Two is MGMT. Little Dark Age and number one uh, is Proper Dose by the story. So yes, far. sorry by the story. So. And right. that is what's oh, my number one. I have a guess. I just you put, go first. I probably just put Day Seeker. I don't know. I think it's a day to remember, but I might be wrong. Oh and I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I could be totally wrong. I I'm guessing for the nostalgia factor, but I think I'm probably wrong. You're wrong. It's Pierce the Veil. That would have been God. my other guess. I just <laughs> thought it would be too. Pi- the reason is just like literally <laughs> I had a rough time in my life and that's it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, number 10 is Sleep Token. Mm-hmm. Number 9 is MGMT. Mm-hmm. Number 8 is Polyphia. 7 is Secret Band. 6 is The Story So Far. Mm-hmm. 5 is Day Seeker. 4 is Marina. 3 is A Day to Remember. <laughs> 2 is Bring Me the Horizon. And 1 is Pierce the Veil. Oh. Wait, bring me to the horizon. Is that proper dose? That's yeah. sub eternal. Oh, oh sorry, sub-eternal. sorry. Bad. Proper dose is the story so far. Pop, yeah. punk, oh, pop, yeah. punk. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, I mean, that almost like almost like dream pop. Yes, it also has that. That is what we will talk about as well. Oh yeah. Um. All right. So, I start out with sleep token. The reason why I put it on ten is because it's one of the newer albums in my life like i discovered it this year because of fucktopia my drum community um sleep token is a london art uh, they're from london um they're an art pop alt and prog kind of metal band uh which is weird like why would you combine those things they are very atmospheric emotional night music kind of thing um this this kind of environment's created by a lot of the piano and reverb harmonies and a lot of the space they leave um they have pretty lyrics a lot of blood and bone yeah they have very pretty vocals and it's chill vibes chill vibes and their <laughs> drums their drums are super good like you would not probably not 
notice maybe that the drums are really good the parts are really weird um but it's a hard album to drum to because of the weird like the weird uh parts there's <laughs> weird parts ah anyway i'm not a drummer anyway so yes they yeah that's about that's about all i gotta say they are very like dark but very pretty dark and pretty um yes the next is mgmt there's like synth pop indie electronica indie pop kind of band (laughs) um this is yeah okay so this is what their fourth yeah their fourth album so this album little dark age is interesting because they wanted to appeal to the masses again um while also maintaining some of that creative liberty. Um, So because the first two albums were kind of like a meme to them, like they Mm -hmm. were like, they were in college and they were like, oh yeah, let's like pretend to not pretend, but let's make a band and let's make some hits or songs that we think are pop. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's like, you know, the classics, um, kids and electric feel time to pretend yes those songs but yes they they abandoned that for their self-titled like their third album and no one really liked that one (laughs) because they were being weird um but i liked it i was like really excited when they started playing alien days at the show so i was like hell yeah man i was worried you guys wouldn't play anything off this album um so yeah no after that was little dark age i think and i'm saying i think but i know i i I just i'm just very easy to doubt myself um because my memory sucks but yes so little dark age was a kind of a mishmash of these two kinds of like Mm -hmm. compromise and it is really like my favorite album because i don't know it's fun it's very like cute and quirky and heartwarming at times there's a lot of about friendship which you know (laughs) as a kingdom hearts fan um all i know is friendship so yeah that was that's cool (laughs) okay my next album is polyphia I love my boys, my boys. Um, they're prog metal slash prog rock slash math rock e, but they don't like saying that they're a math rock band, and they also don't like like they they meme that they're like the greatest metal band of history or something, whatever. Because <laughs> they're not really metal, but they kind of are anyway. So there's a lot of influence for for them in both like metal and the hip hop scenes. There's 808s and like I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, the drumming is super super like technical, but like really interesting parts. It's all like perfect, um, and the bass is like just really prominent. To be fair, I think the bassist is like their head. Um, when they perform like the not head but like the showman or whatever like the 
charisma person at the show um <laughs> you know like, what's it called person. like when usually it's the singer but it's the bass from man. yes thank you that's the word but I really like charisma person charisma person front man um because he just like spins around and stuff um but yes so they're super good but the problem is that like metalheads don't like them and some metalcore kids don't like them if you don't like progressive stuff, um, which is probably why Jesse didn't really like them. Um, and yeah, they are slightly weedily weedily, if you got that <laughs> wink. Um, so the next one is Secret Band, my boys. They are post-hardcore. They are the heart of Dance Gavin Dance and sprinkle in some other members, but... The heart of Dance Gavin Dance is Matt Mingus, the drummer. Um, sorry, John Mess, <laughs> the unclean vocalist, and um, Will Swan, the guitarist. The uh, Swancore, my dude. But this is not a Swancore band, in my opinion. Anyway, so this is their more creative, more honest project, like the one that doesn't make the money right and it's um always a good one to fall back because like dance gavin dance has always had like problems with their singers changing um so this is just like the core shout outs to second guitarist and bassist though don't know your names i'm so sorry uh they're not so contrasty as dance gavin dance who does like really clean pretty vocals quote unquote and then, like, a lot of, like, guitar flitterings, a lot of math rocky parts. This is more, like, grounded in heavier sound. More raw. More raw. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, of course, lyrically, it's the best. It's way, way better than Dance Gavin Dance, because John doesn't have to compromise with the, <laughs> the clean vocalist, okay? <laughs> Okay, so anyway, no offense to Dance, Gavin, Dance, I love them, but um, sometimes your lyrics are kind of cringe, okay? Um, and by sometimes, I mean, like, a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. So next is The Story So Far, A Proper Dose. Um, that album is very interesting because this is their fourth album, just like MGMT. So anyway, uh, this is... Oh, Secret Bands was the second album. Um, anyway, so this is a punk, pop punk band, and but this album itself like turns a bit to like an alt rock and do 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 dream poppy kind of thing going on because yeah, they're doing something different, and the fans actually wanted something different because the third album, their self titled album is their most con like hated one because they're like it's the same thing which honestly has some bops like solo and stuff but anyway off topic um yeah this is a band that i had to see live like three or four times before i really actually like them because i don't like quote unquote for me i call it modern day pop punk <laughs> which is really like 2000 and 12 pop punk so it's not modern anymore um but i don't know what to call it but yes it's the tone of the vocals that really bothers me 
but yes they are good this album's all about drugs and recovering from drugs heck yeah so less about like being butthurt about girls and more about <laughs> drugs which i'm into I, there is some lyrics in here like gabby likes this oh yeah i'm fascinated by drug music <laughs> hashtag don't do drugs kids wink okay um next album is Dayseeker. Oh my gosh. Into the night I drink and drive. Okay. So this is a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the joke. But anyway, Dayseeker is a post-hardcore alt-rock and metalcore kind of band. They are so like the vocals are so pretty and Rory's voice is so like emotional. Yes, it's less aggressive than their previous music actually. It's um, it's pretty soft in comparison. It's the saddest album of my year. So yeah, it's like the whole album is sad. Like there's no happy moment, but like Dayseeker in general just keeps doing this. They're like, we're only gonna write sad music, which I relate to a lot in my art. So, you know, anyway, they're always talking about difficult subjects in each song so it's either about someone he knows and their story or their own like his own personal story and man yeah i discovered them this actually last year technically but really got into them this year next is marina the family jewels <laughs> i love marina so much okay um this is her first album and you know Marina has just declined over the times with her albums, but like that's a hot take, but it's the uh, the real take. Because so. <laughs> Gabby's a realist. Yeah, I'm the realist. I, uh, I I'm the truth. I know all. Um, my my music is impeccable, right. right? So she's a pop artist, and she's also British. Um, this is lyrically the strongest of her works because she actually didn't want to be a singer. She wanted to be a lyricist. Um, and so she started her journey like this. She didn't know how to write music at all, but she composed this whole thing. She had a project before this, but it was and um, more quirky, her stuff before this. Uh, but yes, it's... It's just good. I don't know. It's there's a lot of heartwarming and heartbreaking tracks and a lot of clever lyrics because she wanted to be a lyricist. Duh. It's fun. And it's fun, yeah. Uh it's easy to enjoy. All right, next one is a day to remember. It's a pop punk easy core and metal core. And Luke just like, can you believe <laughs> okay, wait, this kid? Wait, we gotta wait for the no, here. Sorry. He, I I can see he's right next to me, so the reaction <laughs> was too visceral for me. Okay, a day to remember is important to me. Okay. Easy core is a genre that combines pop punk and metalcore. Fun fact. You know, because I have to break down core genres. Anyway core i'm a core kid basically um so yes a day to remember is one of the four founders of easy core um so they were pretty innovative this is the album what separates me from you after homesick mm -hmm. 
Um, Homesick is a straight up banger though also, but it's a 2009 album, so it couldn't go on this list. But yeah, this has Second Sucks, which is like one of the funnest angry songs that A Day to Remember has made. It's just solid throughout. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. Like I've, I've been with A Day to Remember like for a very, very long time. They're like the band I have probably the most merch for because they make good merch and they make good music videos. They were very innovative in their music videos, going for high quality, and that's what has made them very successful. And now they're kind of like going towards a different route, and I don't really agree with that, but it's okay. Like their, their music. What do they sound like? I don't know, Curious. which is sad. I saw them last year. Um, well, they did a song with Marshmallow. Oh. Which just sounds like a marshmallow song. Anyway. Boo! But it's okay. Like, they had a good run. They had, like, a solid three albums. Like, Common Courtesy, apparently, on is rated higher than this one. But mm. um, Common Courtesy is probably just, like, easier to listen to in general. And it's quirky and fun. It's really fun. One as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Because it's not, like, the iconic first two. Yep. So, yeah, uh, I don't really have much to say on this, but I, it's very nostalgic, yes. It really reminds me of concerts. Like, A Day to Remember's music just makes me, like, sad now. Just quarantine. Anyway. All right, next one. Bring Me the Horizon, Sempaternal, is a metalcore and post-hardcore album. Bring Me the Horizon has flittered and fluttered around genres like crazy, though. So they started out sort of as a deathcore band. Deathcore is like metalcore, just like rough around the edges and way more breakdowns and like noisy, which is cool. This is a metalcore kid staple, and I didn't like them until this album, just ironically, slightly. But yeah, I had to see them live a few times before liking them as well. And this album's interesting with the electronic elements, the angst, the sass, the basic yet solid lyrics, even though a lot of people just say that's the worst part of this album. Just very straightforward, basic lyrics. Um, And it just like they have a good atmosphere. It's cohesive, solid energy for concerts. Everything just complements well. And I really like the random soundscape, piano, violin, choir, like electronics aspect, and the choral parts. Um, Yes, so there's a lot of religious and anti-religious themes and mental illness, stress, and how those two interact with each other. Basically, for mental illness, like, do you put your faith in god and ollie's like nah son antivist like the middle fingers up song is like it's a pun on activist but it's antivist Um, so it's uh it's about people arguing on the internet bantano also says no to this album it's bantano's least favorite album but yeah it's just it's a it's a staple for the metalcore community and very just it's solid i don't know and the first album right my top is pierce of the veil collide with the sky 
Um, it's a pop punk post hardcore album, and I just love them. I don't what I need to say something. It's just very emotional. Um, the parts there's way more like um, what's it called? Like it's it's more refined in and processed than their previous stuff, which. You know, you could either hate or love it. I don't know. I just, I like all of their albums. So it's just what it is. And um, yeah, I don't know. I was going through a hard time in my life, especially around like mental illness. And this whole album's about that. And my dad probably stole my burn CD from me because I was probably listening to this album too loud, like every night or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, but there's a lot, a lot going on emotionally tied to this um but yes it sounds there's some screaming there's some singing and Vic's voice is very high mm. yes that's about it I guess I probably should defend that album more but <laughs> you're probably gonna get a chance yeah. I have a feeling it's fine no I would have actually surprised by really mm. oh the what for, for what it was I like I, should I should I explain yeah. my thoughts? Yeah, talk about sure. stuff. Um, I think I like the first track. I think had like the the driving riff riffs had like an interesting texture to it. I think there's like a lot of interesting things happening, but I think the whole like process thing it was like too processed and it felt mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. not real in mm -hmm. some ways. Mm -hmm. And that like, and I don't have a problem with like things like being sounding artificial, but for some reason like sometimes it was just like it's too overproduced and i'd like a little bit more like roughness to it um mm -hmm. but for the most part i was like okay with the vocals sometimes it was like mm. sometimes i'm like yeah this makes sense see kind for a day was good but bulls in the bronx was like a really cool song it was like almost prog in its structure and the song evolves a lot in interesting ways and i think like the lyrics were pretty gripping actually um and i can see how like you related to a lot with this i think there's like a good amount of variety between the tracks for the most part. Um, let's see. I'm low on gas and need mm -hmm. a jacket. He's kind of a bench. Mm -hmm. That's kind of uh, my note on that. Wow. God. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bench. <laughs> yeah, let's kind of a bench. Calling each other benches here. <laughs> um, the three fourths of the album, it kind of like slogged a bit and the sounds got a little bit more generic but it finishes strong huh. with i think the stained glass eyes and colorful tears and hold on until may finish stronger and it's like pretty powerful i think at the end so yeah yeah i i read the lyrics and yeah that's some sad shit i don't know it's very sad huh <laughs> yeah. yeah it was at the time where my friend i didn't know if she was alive or not mm. but yes hold on till may is my favorite song so luke mm. i want to hear your thoughts because i feel I mean, I have thoughts about these albums, obviously, but overall, I would say a lot of them I already knew and liked from yeah. Gabby's list, so I want to hear your take. On this album? Well, just on kind of, like, the general overview, and then um, we can dive into what you think's most interesting to talk about first. There's some fucking metalcore-ass shit, pop-punk stuff that I cannot do. I cannot do it. Mm -mm, this is no, what I no, want to know. No. Yeah, this is the tea but I want some spilled. Of them surprise me i'm like okay this is like there's more to it than just like angst and that i think that's what i liked more about uh pierce the veil like there's like there's like i thought the songs and the lyrics were more interesting some of the just the playing and the just the actual music was more interesting mm -hmm. um but like shit like 
I can <laughs> should I should I read what I wrote for data remember? Yes, it's actually like kind of mean. I'm sorry. I don't, are you ready for this? It's fine. Close your ears. Ready. I, Close your ears. I said I'm ready to be roasted. Ready? Yeah. Noise, right, these are my straight up notes. And maybe I need to listen to it again. Like maybe it just caught me on a like bad like mood. But okay, here's what I wrote. Bad. I, yeah, I can't stand this shit. I hate the fucking, fucking sugary ass choruses and then metal verses. Just awful. I like the intro of Second Sucks. I didn't hate Better Off This Way. I hate the goddamn double claps. I'm out of, out of time. I'm okay with I if I leave. And those are my notes. That's it. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck, Luke? <laughs> Luke? I get it. I get it. I can't. I can't. Like, I... I don't know. I think there, there's like contrast that I think is interesting. Like on um, Sleep Token, like I think the contrast there is like a cool, there's like a cool atmosphere to it. And I feel like for some, maybe I just like the more atmospheric sort of like darker nocturnal sort of sounds. But for the contrast on that, like the pretty and the dark, mm. I'm okay with. But like, it's almost like a genre thing where I, mm. I cannot... I already don't really like pop music, more like regular pop music. And when you have like super sugary choruses that are like pretty overproduced and you have the metal stuff, like I feel like that contrast, like it's just, it's, they're just too different. And I get why people like it, but I can't do it. I cannot handle it. So that's, yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. I'm sorry, Gavin. It's okay. It's so interesting. No, no, no. I'm, yeah. I, I'm very, I'm like, it's making me curious about what you're going to say about some other stuff, but it's fine. Um, Yeah. No, it makes sense. Like, makes this sense. isn't for, right. That's no. why I always think, like, my music scene is just bad. Like, this album is very important to my music scene as well. Mm. Like, this like is this some classic-ass shit, mm. which is why I had to, like, yeah. include it, right? right. Like, a lot of these albums for me is nostalgia mm-hmm. coded, but also like I listen to it and I like love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love nostalgia though, yeah. so yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's yeah, where you're at for me too, though. I also have, um, I guess good nostalgic associations with a day to remember, yeah. so that also, yeah, that might be like I didn't grow up with this, I didn't have friends yeah. that listened to it really, or if I did, I didn't talk to about talk to them about it. And it's just like I have no connection. Like I wasn't in the aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. Then, so I don't know. No, that's fair. It, I think it's same thing with like Bring Me the Horizon. Like my main thing was like I don't even know how to critique this. Like this is obviously not. That's not for your me. Sh- yeah. You know. So it's like. I actually didn't love that album that much, which makes me sad. Yeah. I think. I know Gabby hates why? me. Why? I, I don't know. I, why That's didn't you like it? I want to listen to it again because I one I can't believe I had never heard it before. That surprised me when I saw it on your list. I'm like, oh yeah. And then when I listened to it, I was like, no, I have not heard this. How have I not heard this? So I was surprised by the fact that I didn't actually what? know it. What bring me deep? That's you know? what I was wondering. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like all of their stuff is very different. Yeah, exactly. Well, when you were doing your overview, that's what I was thinking. I was wondering. I should probably look. I'll look at their their discog in a second when I have a second. But it's yeah. just I don't know. I, I think it's not that I didn't like it. It's that of all the other albums, I had more mostly more positive associations already formed. So I think that's strong. 
in the sense of ranking it. And that's why it ended up low for me because it's not that I didn't like it. It's that I didn't have any kind of tie to it. And so when I look through the lyrics and did like just an initial listen, I was not pulled in the way that I was by other things that I already had. Like, Oh, I'm tied to this. I know this song I can sing along or like I have the lyrics to this in my head already. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, but you also said you didn't really like it. So you're kind of bluffing right now. I I don't, the, the tough thing for me was, like, I feel like there were moments where it could have been interesting, but it, overall it just wasn't. Like, there was, like, like interesting, like, little electronic flourishes or other, other little things, but they didn't, like, fully go with it. So, I, I don't know. I feel like some of these albums, and I think this is just some of the personal preference, but I feel like I, I think they could have gone further. Like, they stick into their sort of, like, genre structure, and they kind of play around with other things, but they never go all the way with it. And I think... For me, this is one of their albums. I, uh, I like Shadow Moses. Antivist was fun. And then I I wrote, I can imagine the young Gab really connecting to Crooked Young. <laughs> is Crooked Young the one of the fucking religious ones you're talking about? Uh, I mean, yeah. That's, that is. Yeah. That is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can see how, how it's like a lot of people could connect to it. I think Antivist is pretty biting, but, like, so edgy. Yeah, Antivist (laughs) is definitely, like, going for that. Like, just, like, we don't care. It's just, like, that is what it is. Which, you know, yeah. It's really fun in a crowd. Like, literally, like, the whole album is just, like, really fun. Yeah, like, the choruses are fairly catchy for the most part. I think, yeah, Go to Hell for Heaven's Sake was, like, one that really perked my ears up when I was listening to it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, other than that, I don't. I, mean, I feel like I I want to listen to those ones that I am not familiar enough. Like there is there are albums that I liked, but I like I'll listen to them whenever I want because I know I'm, I'm gonna like them. But there's some that I didn't really like that I kind of want to like, try again mm-hmm. just to like understand it more because I feel like that's yeah. that's sort of the thing. Like once you sort of listen to a genre and you're more comfortable with it, you listen yeah. to other things within it, you get more. It's almost like you understand the context better and mm-hmm. you can understand the music more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So Yeah. That's why I was glad that your albums were so outside of what we would <laughs> norm- in some ways and what we would yeah. normally kind of put on probably yeah. of yeah. 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 I I like being exposed to new things in that yeah. way as well mm-hmm. and then trying to kind of think about it in a more analytical way. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but I don't feel like, yeah, I have the vocabulary always to do it. So yeah, that's the thing. Exactly. You have to train yourself up right. in that. Talk to people who know their stuff. I'm curious, because you were talking about pop a second ago and how you don't like pop generally. So what's your take on Marina? Because it sounded like you liked it. I, I mean, that's just like, it's like synth pop stuff. And I like uh-huh. synth pop. And I think that's the one where, like, I listen to it once and I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, this is good. I enjoyed it, but I like I didn't listen to it deeply because I knew I liked it, so I didn't like listen to it two times. That's fair. So, but I think generally it's just like fun. Like there's mm-hmm. pop. Like I fucking love like fucking sugary ass J-pop perfume stuff, which is just like super fun and it's just like <laughs> over the top maximal electronic dance production. Yeah. I mean, this isn't really that, but she's also just not annoying. I in my yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she's she has witty lyrics and it's fun and it's kind of like quirky tongue in cheek stuff. Yeah. As a as yeah. a young lad, I 
really like related to Marina and like I also had a problem with pop music Mm -hmm. in the past because I'm Gabby I listen to like you know emo music and stuff um but yeah so like you know like this music scene doesn't get along well with the pop music scene in the past so as like a as like a high schooler like a edgelord high schooler you know yeah, I um, that so I agree like she's not annoying and that and then like you know there's just a lot of relatable stuff and just a lot of wordplay like champagne is champagne I don't know if you oh, caught that that's just like I didn't today. Read, read the lyrics this one um Marina Marina makes me cry like I, I saw her last year and I cried to I'm not a robot because that's like the first song I heard by her. Actually, I heard the the Hoodie Allen version first. <laughs> to be honest, but like then I was like, I gotta listen to the real song, and then I was like, damn, yeah, thanks Hoodie <laughs> Allen, thanks whatever circles I was in at the time of the internet. But I have no idea how I discover things. But um, yeah, this is like one of my old old friends basically think, not I that think, old i guess the other nice thing about it is i feel like the production hasn't it's aged fairly well yeah i think it sounds good like there's a lot of pop songs that are like yeah that's from that mm-hmm. yeah. I, I mean this it sounds like earlier 2000s i guess in its yeah influences, but it's still good fucking love oh no uh-huh it's, it's cute the music video is super cute and fun too <laughs> um but yes Jesse, why didn't you like it? <laughs> why didn't I like it? It was lower. Jessie. It was lower on my list. That doesn't mean I don't like it. Uh, you not, why are you calling me out like this? Read the lyrics. I did Do you read the not lyrics. like it. I did read the lyrics. I I like it. I would say. See, this is. I feel like I'm I'm crushing Gabby's I'm, soul. I'm I'm not being crushed. I'm just judging your judgment. Whatever, it's fine. So, as an album, I think it's a good poppy meditation on fame, beauty, and kind of being a lady or whatever. But I found, I, I think, like, I, I already liked some of these songs on their own. I think it's more that, like, as an album, as a full album, spectrum-wise, there are other albums on this list that I would rather listen to as a full album. Sure. Whereas Marina, I would take, like, songs and not listen probably to the full album all in one go. Does that That's make sense? Because you need to spend more time. With I that. probably do. To be fair, I probably do because I found some of it unchallenging, but I think that's because I was doing it fast. So I think if I spent more time with it, I probably would see the depth that she has put into it. But I think, yeah, there are some songs I love and I think are bangers, but then others I probably would skip over which is why i wouldn't take it as like a full album necessarily Mm. that's why i put it lower on my list to be fair i yeah i might have a opinion if i listen to it like a lot more but i don't know i and i was trying to be objective and i feel like i do have a lot of history with other albums on this list more so they just ended up higher and that's just the way it is like i just i like them more i've listened to them a lot more yeah i don't know It, yeah it's a it's a coming of age kind of album yeah so fair you know it's just what it is growing <laughs> up in the suburbs yeah. That's your hot pumps no no <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
That's like fucking city girl. Shit. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Gonna say, I, I feel know. like it's just not at all. It's not the vibe that that's putting out. Yes. Um. <laughs> also, you know, it's you know she's British and she's has her view on the U.S. in this album. Oh yeah, that part is great. That that song yeah. is great. Yeah. yeah. Obsessed with the mess that's America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very good. Nice internal rhyme scheme going on in that in that lyric. Oh, you yeah. Know what I'm I, I do like that. Mm. <laughs> I'm glad you do too. Mm. <laughs> um. Anyway. What's a what's another? I mean, I feel like we could talk about. True. I think we should at least talk a little bit about Secret Band, and then if we're keeping to our time stamp, we should probably stop. Soonish, unless there's something Wait, else you really you need want to Polyphia, at least. I don't have anything intelligent to say about that, though. I think Luke might. See, here's the thing. I don't. I said I'm. This is my note. I don't think I'm musically smart enough for this album. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wrote, and it's true. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I like the concept of it. Like, it's all very like uh, the technical and the more complex rhythms and all that stuff. It's kind of like. I think the tones, like I said, they're kind of like MIDI tones, where it's almost like they're like digitized in a way in terms of the timbres of them, which I find pretty interesting that they would like go in that direction. Um, I think some songs kind of like lean almost as like a jam session in a way, like a more like composed jam session. And then there's some songs that like feel more like songs. And I mm-hmm. think at the beginning of it, it's like really fun, like hearing them like. With the, all the stuff, weedly, 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 weedlies. No, but it's good. It's it's much better than what you know. I made it sound like it's not good, but it's good. And then I think in the middle, it sort of drags a bit once you kind of know what they're doing, and then it sort of picks up. I think a little bit more when they add a bit more spice to their soup in a way. Um, I think the sequencing gets a little bit more dynamic. I think, to be honest, the ones with the lyrics, I'm kind of like, yeah, I think they could have more songs with lyrics and songs in them. Like, I'd be curious how they would do that more. I kind of added something, a little bit more variety to it. I think, what was the one with Kuko? I don't mm-hmm. know how to say her name. Kuko, yeah. Um, so strange. So strange. That's the song. Okay. I, I can't remember. <laughs> but, so I think, I think there's opportunities for them to get a little bit more dynamic with their songs, but overall I like the general. Yeah, I guess it would just be hard for them to have a vocalist. Yeah, and maybe it's not... And it limits them. Yeah, I'm not saying they should have a vocalist on every song. I think, like, once in a while, it's kind of nice to kind of... They have another song. Is it two songs vocals? No. Is it just one off that album? Just one. I think they don't have to have vocals in every song by any means. It was kind of like a nice break. I know there's, like, a few albums that I have that are, like, mostly instrumentals, and there's, like, one or two songs with vocals, and it's kind of like a nice change-up. But I think... Uh, there's there's a few songs where they kind of they have their like main structure they do like a little break or almost like a semi bridge and then they go back to it and it's like good but it's like not enough i kind of wish there were like more prog mm-hmm. with with their song structures and some of them do do that but some of them i think don't go far enough right that's exactly why metalheads don't like prolifia really? i think the prog stuff no it's the but it's they... the pop aspect of polyphia believe it or not like yeah it's like (laughs) a little too accessible for metalheads i Mm. think in the sense and then like for other people it's like 
yeah, this is too proggy. Like it's either too proggy or not proggy enough for people. And then there's the people who just really enjoy it because they like pop and they like progressive stuff. So I'm very cross genre and that's why I love Polyphia, I think. Um, I'd be curious what they do next. Their their next album is more of a rap inspired album. That is what I've heard. They have recorded their album. We'll release... I don't know. They said, yeah, I've only been Tim, who's the the lead, not lead, but he's the more clean tone, um, like tapping guitarist. He there's two guitarists. Um, He said he's only been listening to like top, like pop and rap. And he hasn't been listening to metalcore at all pretty much this year. So, yeah. They, they're very weird, and yeah. they're making this kind of thing accessible to kids, in in a sense. To kids. To the children. To the youth. To the youth. Yeah, I mean, it does <laughs> Which is a cool. Little, a little yes. Way, yes. Mean, yeah. um, I, I love their clean-ass tones. Anyway. Yeah, it is. There is something nice. nice. Like, yes. I don't know... I feel like that I like the tones on this. Just I think the tones are really good, but also just the production itself like, has enough space and it so that everything has enough room to breathe and everything's like very technical so that it's not like it has more purpose than like they just got a lot of budget in their studio recording sessions and they just like fucking engineered the shit mm-hmm. like just because that's the sound of like a studio production. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, is it Superman time? Do we want to talk about uh, Dayseeker or <gasps> story so far? I mean, we do. Question is, how much time do we have for such things? Mm-hmm. Just give me your hot takes, the hottest takes ever. About which one? Yeah. Should we Should we build up to Dayseeker? <laughs> sure. And Seeker Band. Should we start with story so far? Oh. Sure. The story so far is pretty basic. Yeah, I, think. I feel like there's not a lot. I mean, there's stuff to say, mm. of course. It's my yeah. number one, but I just drugs. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like this guy needs some help, dude. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it, it was a, like to me, this is like you know him and Danny Brown need to like you know work some shit out together. Have, have some time. Oh, also they're from like around my hometown, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. yeah. I knew that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think. The production is the main letdown. Mm. I feel ah. like it just didn't go hard enough. Not like hard, but like I feel like it could have been more powerful and like more. I don't know. I kind of wish it had a little bit more teeth and kind of mm. washed over me a little bit more. Just like really get me into this kind of like drugged out, sort of like painful zone. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. It wasn't quite there. Like some of it's there, and like I like the dream pop stuff. The melodies are pretty nice in some places. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like it just didn't go far enough to really get me into the the lyrics. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I guess I can see that. I feel like that's why I like it more than something like the Danny Brown because mm-hmm. even though the Danny Brown's super good in the sense that it's imitative form, and so mm-hmm. it's giving you that kind of realistic picture of what mm-hmm. that uh, breakdown is mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's obviously a harder thing to kind of right. like grapple with and so it's not like easy casual listening to me yeah exactly yeah. so it, it wasn't something that I had fun listening to whereas obviously with the stories where yeah. I actually feel like they're 
there's a lot of stuff that's super melodic and it's really nice the sound is good <laughs> so good <laughs> so but anyway no i like i like the story so far a lot maybe it was just like too comfortable or like too sort of like standard in a way for me yeah that's fair yeah it, it was well based on your true. taste i think yeah. that's completely a valid yeah. thing not that yeah. this sounded bad like no. oh, this is like but it's just not very experimental in any and well, it, yeah, maybe it, in some it, ways, it but that's even, not the goal, I don't it think. It doesn't even, I don't say it has to be experimental. No, I know. Do all these crazy, like, electronic <laughs> things, but I feel like the crescendos to the hit, like, more. more mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. No, that's, I think that's a valid critique. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's a very easy to listen to album, mm-hmm. which is why, like, have listened to it so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Their other stuff is very, like, pop punk, so it's... It's a mood too, but this is like way easier to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I I'm not emotional with this album, pretty much. Besides, like "Take Me As You Please," I I basically just it's such a good song. Um, I basically like albums to not be relatable for me a lot of the time because I just like to look think about that person mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. instead. And yeah, yeah. so experience. so it's super easy to listen to, even though it's about drugs. <laughs> yep. I think the like the title track "Proper Dose" like one of those songs. Yeah, "Proper Dose" so good. That kind of issue, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like this is a sleeper album for me in the sense that I should have known about it so much sooner, and it really was only this year that I started to kind of fall in love with this album. So yeah. that's why it it's harder mm-hmm. for me i think yeah. this was a year of listening to albums in a more intense way for me so okay what else do we want to talk about or should we so you did did so luke doesn't like gods off of sleep token what why like the the aggressive song no. do you think it doesn't belong in it this is a contentious well, I mean, idea just... it's um it's it's a one way or the other um, opinion, I guess. Different hot takes on God. Zzz, gods. What do you think, Jesse? I remember enjoying it, but I feel like I'd also have to re-listen okay. to. I mean, there was that one part, like three fours, two fours, that like breaks away a bit. So like they like kind of have it in that pocket a little bit, but it is sort of more aggressive than the other ones. I I don't have a problem with the song. I think my initial reaction was like, this is the same album. Yes. But I don't necessarily have a problem with songs that kind of do a one-off. But I have to listen to it more, to be honest. So like, Gabby, so, what's uh, your opinion? I don't really know, to be honest. Mm. Because a lot of people are like, yeah, no, I'm so glad they put Gods on this album. Mm. And some people are like, I don't think it belongs on the album, even though I like it. Mm. Which I, I don't know. I don't mind that it's on there Mm -hmm. but i don't think i love it on there either yes yeah i think this one was like the most interesting like surprising like Mm -hmm. that they kind of went for this direction which i like i think again like sometimes like if you just made it a little bit more like textured it'd be even cooler but for the most part i liked it i think my main gripe is like sometimes the vocalist was like a little like not interesting enough it was a little huh. too clean and demanding. Like I feel like there's sometimes I think it was okay, but for the most part I think it was I just needed a little more spice. I don't know what it is. 
you know. Hmm. I I think the, the like the sort of sobbing on the flash track, you know, very sad. I I don't like. <laughs> okay, you're sad of whatever. I mean, I'm just a cold hearted motherfucker, but I just. I think you really have to be in the right mood to listen sure. to Bloodsport. Sure. I feel like it would be very like powerful for right sort of thing. I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I. I like it's like I know what they were doing, and I just I didn't take, I didn't buy in. Yes, know? yeah. You know, and I feel like I need to buy in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel the same way about Bloodsport, kind of, kind of. Like I've obviously listened to this a lot, and I um, watched someone play through it on drums and have all these kids crying in the chat. Um, so I, I appreciate way way more seeing people crying in chat um to blood sport but yes it's uh it's definitely an album that you'll listen to in a different way yeah maybe if i was for me yeah (laughs) but but i like i still like most of it like this the the overall quality of it like even still like this is one i probably want to like listen to welcome to the sad boy podcast maybe i'm just like not a fucking like well she's like this is some sad boy ass shit like (laughs) (laughs) right Right. Tear me to shreds. Uh, it's okay. I feel like Yowie's just like I can I don't know who's more sad boy. <laughs> Mine is more angsty and Jesse's is yeah. just like sad. You're and like, I can't You're like you know. sad boy and angsty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like very emotional driven. I don't know. Anyway, Dayseeker. Great. 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 You know I like it. Or you I don't know. know. You put at least one of those songs on my playlist, and I yeah. liked it right away. So oh. listening to the whole album was just like following that mood. I enjoy it. I love. I think both the Dayseeker album and the Sleep Token album feel they're not the same vibe, but they have they have a similar kind of night energy to them, which is what I like in they're music. Almost dreamy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, completely different sort of yeah, dreamy yeah. tones, but, like, they both have atmosphere. I think mm-hmm. I wasn't as... I listened to it two times. You don't oh, like Daisy Thanks. And I... Oh, I want to hear why. I didn't I really get like you. I, I think it's the same sort of, like, pop thing where it's, like... I It's, like, hard pop music, and I don't... I don't... Yeah. It's just, like, it's nice. Like, it's not even... Like, it was easy to listen to, mm-hmm. but it was, like too easy okay in a way yeah i mean i think that's interesting because i feel like a lot of your critique on all the stuff that you've kind of given critique on is Mm. is this that it's unchallenging which is fascinating to me i don't even know if it's challenging like i don't think any of these have to be challenging in a way i think i don't mean challenging in the sense i think it's more that it's challenging something like challenging genre lines or challenging uh in some Maybe like a mental way or what I don't know. I think for this, it's like I kind of there's okay. There's like a few things. I think in in some cases they do like little details, uh-huh. like either electronic or like maybe little trap things or like little more trendier sounds that are kind of like like kind of there. There's mm-hmm. kind of kind of pieces of it. And I just want more. Of yeah, that. exactly. Like I just want. I, I want more. Not pushing far enough. Yeah. I have a theory. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's what you meant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. 
the difference between Luke and I, mm-hmm. we completely differ because mm-hmm. I listen to bands and you mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. You don't listen to bands. You either listen to artists mm-hmm. who have like the produce, like a lot oh, more production, yeah. or you're listening to like an like a solo electronic artist mm-hmm. or something like that, oh. you know? Yeah. This is like instruments. We're just like a band from Ohio. I'm gonna <laughs> like like yeah, you're yeah. expecting like this production value and it's like that's not what it's about right a lot no, of the I time guess my problem is mm-hmm. it's well not my problem but like my thing is like i i know the band thing but like it's it's more that they 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 they, <laughs> they, they introduce they introduce these elements yes because they like them they like them but i feel like it could be better of that's course. all i'm saying of course. not pushing it far enough yeah, but it's not like they have to do everything. They I have understand. to do everything. It's. Uh... I, I I understand though. I mm-hmm. I get it. I just that's my theory. I just want them to be. That they're just, best. I, yeah. No, but it's like it is. I come from a completely different sort of like thing when I'm looking in for yeah. music. So like obviously, what we're looking for and what we're sort of expecting is going to be different. Yeah. So, I. I guess, like, I think it'd be super fucking cool if, like, like, I think Code Orange kind of does more, like, crazier type of shit, you know? Yeah. And they, they push things a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And that, that is sort of, like, but I, I, I think it'd be cool if, like, there were more bands that, like, kind of pushed it. Yeah. Like, I feel like I would get into it more. Um, I, I need to, like, listen to, like, Black Midi and, like, bands like that that are kind of, like, fucking crazy. But yeah. I don't necessarily want, like, Oh, you have to be crazy, and I'll, I'll like what you're doing. No, yeah, I know. And I, I think that's why I like Sleep Token because I feel like out of all of them, they kind of went more, like Weird. they pushed further, you know. Mm. But I know that's like not what everyone's looking for. And and this is just like the sad boys. I don't know. He's just sad. Yeah, I'm sad, <laughs> Luke. Whatever. <laughs> it's sad and accessible, yeah. which is like. It's easy to listen to, which makes it easier to be sad too. Do you understand? Like, yeah, if yeah. it was too interesting, you couldn't be sad while listening to it. it because it's like easy to listen to, you can focus on your sadness. <laughs> <laughs> so there's enough space for you to like be visit. sad, right. right? But just enough, right. not too much. Right, to not too own. much space where you just like you're fucked up. Yeah, now. because you're listening to their sadness. Right. So it's like it's like mm-hmm. yeah, you can project. Yeah. You, but can you can project. Also think about yourself. There's like a lens yes. through which you can like yeah. mm-hmm. they're projecting onto you, yes. but you can also think about them. Yes. So there's an option here. There's an option. <laughs> How sad do you want to be? Right. right. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but yeah, I think that is kind of the reason why I levitate, gravitate towards yeah. these things. Easy to I listen hope to. You levitate towards them. Levitate. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I. There is one. Is it Gates of Ivory? He's very dramatic. Yes, dramatic that is about <laughs> God <laughs> himself. See, I think what I like is that the, the tone of that album g- goes so well to me with how dramatic it is. Because I, I understand, I understand your point. Like, if I think if they hadn't taken this very atmospheric approach, in in a sense, it would be like whoa who do you think you are singing this this stuff but but because it 
it's so tonally consistent. I find yeah. the lyrics really well done. No, I think as an album, it's like a good album and in the, terms of what it's doing, what it's going for. Yeah. So the parts are really good. Yeah. The drum parts in Gates of Ivory are really good. Yeah. No, I I liked Gates of Ivory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Into the night. And drink and drive. It's a I mean, metaphor, that guys. Yeah, that shit's memorable. Like, <laughs> yeah. And we were driving, but we were drinking. Yes, remember, kids. Mm-hmm. Don't drink and drive. True. Call your friend. True. Did they have they released another album after this? It's it's before. Before. Yeah, it's different. It's heavier. It's heavier. Mm-hmm. Yes. Dayseeker. God bless them. God bless. I mean, I'd be curious what they release next. Oh, yeah. I'm pumped. They're so good live, too. They, Mm -hmm. like, sound very clean live. Like this. Which is impressive. That is, actually. Especially with, I think, this type of album. Vocal is crazy. Yeah. I also am a very vocal person. I'm I'm not like a, I know what drums are. Like, that's not Mm -hmm. it. I'm actually not really a drum person. Um, But, yes. I'm more guitar. You, you like the clean and bass. stuff. Yes. Think, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cleans and uncleans, which are screams. The, the screams yeah. yeah. I just like vocals. That's why Jesse's albums. <laughs> I also like vocals. Actually, but I like them in a very different way than see, Gabby does. This is why I actually don't like Danny Brown's. Agreed, album. though. Actually, I'm with Gabby that, on like, that one. Yeah. He's definitely not. Like, because. It's high pitched and it's fucking manic. So yeah, it's, it's definitely... super manic. Yeah. And he, sometimes I feel like I get why people are like, yeah, I don't get voice. But I'm so used to it now. Like, it just feels that's what it should sound like. Almost. But I understand. Like, I just yeah. think I'd have a hard time listening to that long term, which, mm-hmm. to be fair, maybe I'm gaining some empathy for the way that Gabby feels when I make her listen to certain things. Um, mm, so, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I feel blessed by his social experiment. I, I, was, <laughs> I was debating whether to do Triple X, which is, he has more regular, like, sounding. Like, he does some more higher-pitched ones, but at least half of it is more, like, low-key. Mm-hmm. Which, tell me what I don't know, is, like, the more low-key one. And I f- Actually, I think that was one of the songs that I liked the most, from what I remember, from yeah. the album. So, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that's my fave, too. Let me check. <laughs> no. I like Ain't it funny? Ain't it funny? That's good. (laughs) (laughs) You have to do the voice there. Like, that shit is the fucking craziest guy. I don't want to talk about my albums, but that shit is... We'll talk later. We skipped him. That's fine. Anyway. That's true. Yeah. But yes, last but not least, The Secret Band, which you guys are really excited for. And I didn't even... Like, I almost didn't put them on here because I was like, well... Should I really torture people with, like, constant screams? Because, see, I'm, like, used to, like, lowballing people at for metalcore. This is not metalcore. I, I enjoy Secret Band. I like them more knowing Gabby because I think Gabby has illuminated some of their uh, stronger qualities to me, <laughs> which include the lyric, yeah. which... When, you know, you're listening to these screams, you may not actually know what's being said, yeah, but then I... if you look it up, oh man. So... I have a I have a favorite oh. section from a song. Yes. Uh, mine 
mine are definitely like my favorite lyrics from secret band are about like not enjoying dance gavin dance being in <laughs> dance gavin dance and dealing with the fans so that those are my favorite lyrics which is why i don't think they're the interesting ones but yeah yeah so wait can i yeah we just start reading like I, there's so many there's I a lot of good I lyrics done so many. i just i when i was reading through them today i was like i just have to read this yes this first few lines please it's from bloomer i love bloomer <laughs> the beginning i ain't no fool i cook the nuggets in the oven and they taste so good that's why i put them in my stomach <laughs> yes <laughs> Get those notes. If you shake your fist, then it won't do nothing. Yeah, I ain't fool. I'm petting puppies every day. Please stay out the pool. I'm really worried about your sway. Yeah, oh, gosh. Good. It's so good. I think, yeah. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. Spending my life in a stew. Ooh, ooh. I'm smoking <laughs> your pee-pee and drinking all your poo-poo. <laughs> Balls! Look at those balls! <laughs> balls! <laughs> There's like a fucking. I need to find this song. It's like fucking like. I love it. Oh my god, what is it? It's great. Is it Black Dolphin? Black Dolphin. Probably. That one's good. Has some good ones. Getting another thing to do. I'm running out of words to use. A reindeer is a caribou. Cut, cut, cut. Or I'm stuck, stuck, stuck. Get another thing to do. I'm running out of words to use. A reindeer is a caribou. Cut, cut, cut. Or I'm stuck, stuck, stuck. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, this shit's fucking. It's Sometimes... amazing. I'm glad you did the pee pee poo poo one. <laughs> I really oh like God. that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that one a lot. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah, I want to know more. That's the thing. I'm, I'm yeah. endlessly that's, intrigued. That's also why you get stuck in this <laughs> rabbit hole. Because, like, it's like, I can't explain to you guys all the lyrics. No one can, except for John. And that's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes that can be a double-edged sword. But I, in this case, I really enjoy it. I personally like it. I could see how in other maybe i don't know sometimes that whole thing it can make something inaccessible but i also think there's there's something to this idea where if something is specific enough to a person it actually makes it more relatable in a weird way like even though it's only john who knows and only john who makes it you can still sort of attach yourself to it because it's so pointed in yeah. a sense does john know all the time sometimes yes <laughs> that's that's part of the lyrics he literally calls it out that's why i love this album so much there was that i can't remember what it was where he calls out his own lyrics yeah, yeah. he's what like song is that? well do it again and moon probably <laughs> moon is the best honestly um but yes from do it again it's like the wait is it from this one fake fan fake fan fake fan no it's from moon oh i i liked moon i thought that was so good good. i also liked like all the other songs were straightforward but i liked almost like noise in Mm -hmm. the background like i feel like it could have like this album could have more things like that because it like is really fucking cool when it does that Mm -hmm. really like elevates it i feel like yeah totally and i think my only critique is that the music does get like it's a little Mm one-dimensional 
Like after once you've been for like Sonic Seven, like I I, I yeah. get it. But I really like that it's raw as fuck and mm-hmm. it's hard and the drumming and like all the it's fucking stuff is like super interesting good. and they change it and it's like mm-hmm. really fucking cool. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's fucking good. It's I, good. I just need like a few more moments of spice, like a little yeah. added elements, and then I think it could have been like even better. But it, I still really fucking liked it. Mm-hmm. Good. It's great. I I was I was grateful it wasn't like. Uh-huh. I'm going to play guitar and drums real good and I'm going to yell really loud. <laughs> yell really loud? <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys, let's yell real loud. <laughs> okay. But yeah. Hey, that's a good. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's good. I, I really appreciate the honesty in these songs mm. from John. I think, yeah, I think it's very, like, peop- a lot of people think he's just talking about nothing, but he is talking about stuff, Yeah, which is great. He's just bitter, and I love it. There's, like, one song where I feel like he was just, like, calling out trendy rap. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, the vibe's so cool, because I'm not about bars. That's cool, that's cool, that's hard. That's, that's, I think that's about the vibey hip-hop songs or some shit. That's what I got. Yeah. This is the thing also with Secret Band. It totally plays with John's strengths completely. Like it is, he's got all the freedom creatively to do whatever he wants. And he, his flow is incredible for like a screamer. To scream with a flow is very weird. Mm. Like it's, you have to really, really master it. This is hard. Um, cause yeah, like probably what a lot of breath control. Yeah, this is hard. In general, John's screaming type and style is hard to to not ruin and shatter your voice because he's really not doing it like a normal like yeah. Anyway, but yes, and then he he just he's very consistent. He is the reason why I like fell in love really with his vocals was because in live performances he's like perfect <laughs> he's like perfect like he he sounds like the recorded oh. yeah and it's it's incredible and like this stuff is exhausting so yeah i major props to him i think i think what i'm realizing is that i'm a bit of a fucking tourist wanker mm. and i kind of like it when they just fucking do one thing and it's like just this pure statement and mm-hmm. i feel like compared to this dance gavin dance and i think it just goes back to like the the contrasty like this is the pop song this is a metal part and that's so interesting because you love music that is so composed of like different layers yeah. but then in this case it's not which i understand that those are separate things but it's just like fascinating for me yeah and I don't, a part of me is like, why, Luke? Why can't you just be, like, open to, like, the contrasting thing? But I kind of, like, like that this is just, like, what I feel like John wants to do, and it's just this pure, like, unadulterated, like, thing. Yeah. And it feels more honest in a way. Yeah. Um, well, I think that is fair. Like, juxtaposition sometimes works and sometimes it doesn't. So yeah. it's, yeah, I think that's open to your kind of own sense of what... Yeah. is being put in to kind of this I, mix, I guess. I think what I prefer is when it's more cohesive. 
mm-hmm. like if they're if together there's like really soft parts I think I like that more when it's oh, fully yeah. integrated into the song rather than it being like this is that soft part and this is hard part soft part hard part mm-hmm. like I like when it's more because then it feels like more I I think I think the main thing sort of like what I look for in music is that it's like two different worlds and you're like putting me in one world and I have to go in another world and it like breaks the immersion I think mm. that to me is one of the main things mm-hmm. when I think about it yeah i think i don't know i'm so used to it being so split all the time Mm -hmm. um it you know there are bands that have one vocalist like dayseeker like he's screaming and singing i think dayseeker was more cohesive just because i think the overall production and sound of it cohesive, Mm -hmm. which i for more but like stuff like data remote. which he's also the only vocalist as well but the sound i'm just saying like almost changes mm. you know like the overall the vibe the vibe, the vibe the changes vibe. yes huh that's interesting i think fantano feels the same way though um yeah i'm like fuck i don't want to be like fantano but that's i i know i know <laughs> sorry man. it's just it's just sorry. how it is it's all that's right. why fantano like never covers metalcore almost it's interesting i'm i'm glad i did this because i feel like i missed like a good chunk of middle school <laughs> and, like... luke i'm still listening to this music <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you grew up within middle school. Like, I still listen to the shit I listened to in middle school. Yeah. What did you listen to in middle school? Fucking Wu-Tang, Outkast. <laughs> yes! Okay, yeah, like, yeah, gangster shit, you know what I'm saying? Classic. <laughs> oh, yeah, just casually dropping that. All right, Luke, get out no, of here. I was, like, I still listen to, like, froggy stuff, and... No. But, yeah, I got more. But I, like, didn't listen to Linkin Park or anything like that. So I just have... Me neither. You didn't listen to Linkin Park? No. We oh, talked, that's hilarious. We talked about this on Amazing. our I feel like first episode that I need Park to... Episode. Well, we kind of did. We kind of did. I just haven't really... haven't edited it yet. Well, well, sorry. <laughs> Linkin Park's so good. Yeah. It is good. I like yeah. it. I just didn't listen to it in middle school. Mm. So, 